Anecdotal Basics of Christianity, Episode 46, Wounds Stick Together. Several years ago, my husband and I accompanied one of our children on a visit to a university where they'd been offered a conditional place. The students were all ushered in one direction and the parents in another for various talks and tours. Then, at the end of the afternoon, we all assembled in one place for tea and cakes before heading off home. I'm an introvert, however I'm not making that an excuse for my behaviour. Having collected our tea and cakes, the realisation struck me that I would now be required to be sociable. As we nonchalantly wandered in the direction of the seating, I surreptitiously sought the opinion of my husband for where we should settle. How about this couple? Do they look all right? I know it was extremely superficial of me to expect him to make such judgments and to be making them myself. Anyway, we decided that they did look okay, asked if we might join them and then sat down for the required chat. It turned out that the couple were not in fact a couple. She was accompanying her daughter who was hoping to read music there, as was our daughter, and he was accompanying his daughter who was hoping to read theology. The fact that you're listening to this means that I don't need to explain that theology is a subject of interest to us. So began a very engaging and enjoyable chat. In fact, it was so engaging and enjoyable that we were amongst the very last to leave. At which point we stood up, said our goodbyes and looked around the room for our daughter. She was deep in conversation with two other girls. Yes, you've guessed it the daughters of the people with whom we had just spent the last hour or so chatting. What are the chances? Well, I asked a few people at the time who I thought would be happy to do the maths for me, but no one did. However, we agreed that it was very remote. I've just had a go based on a conservative estimate of there having been 60 students there, and I made it 1 in 34,220. The problem is I'm not entirely sure if I did the right arithmetic. This may or may not therefore be the moment to admit that I used to be a maths teacher. However, those statistics only apply if the grouping was completely random, and it wasn't. For all of us involved, it was a personal choice who we sat and chatted to. Obviously, our senses came into play here. For my husband and I, the decision to sit where we did seems to have been based on the sense of sight. Do they look all right? But might there have been other senses that came into play? The answer to how many senses we have is no longer five. We talk about a sense of time, a sense of rhythm, a sense of being stared at, etc. And we don't all know how or if we operate in these senses. How about a sense of my type of person? Might that be a thing? Obviously, the choices we make in social situations are towards people who are our type. But the assumption is that this is based on our getting to know them to some extent. My little story suggests that there may also be something that draws us to those people in the first place. I have other little stories, less spectacular in terms of probability, that suggest the same thing, and I imagine that you'll have those stories too. Turning to the title of this anecdote, Wounds Stick Together, which is a title based on the teaching of my friend Lynn Button, I would suggest that it be helpful to be aware of this initial draw when it comes to areas of our brokenness. Because if we surround ourselves with people who have similar wounds, then those wounds can become normalised.
For example, we might find that our social group contains a relatively large proportion of people who, like us, have grown up without a father, or who were expected to excel in all areas, or who were part of a large family, or whose parents were in the armed forces, etc., etc. I'm not suggesting that this would necessarily be a bad thing. In fact, the very opposite may be true in terms of the understanding and support those relationships may provide. The need to be vigilant revolves around the fact that any specific brokenness or woundedness may be replicated in your social group so that it appears normal to you rather than in need of healing. Because of their nature, these issues are difficult to untangle for ourselves. We need to ask the Holy Spirit if we bear any wounds or indeed fall into any sin that we've normalised because of the self-selected company that we keep. Then if he shows us something, we need to remember the specks and planks principle, episode 22 is where I talk about this, and receive healing and or forgiveness for our own stuff before we make a project of anybody else's.